So I've always had issue with people speaking ill of other pastors and just saying, you know, this pastor is evil, this pastor is bad, they're blasphemous, heretics, whatever you want to call them. And just, I've always had issue with that. And I have three points I want to talk about. Because I was reading through Philippians the other day, and I came across this little section that just made me think about this. Because I've always... I've wanted to talk about this, about how we speak of other pastors. And when I read this, I was just like, man, this is a really good point. And it's put this whole message on my heart. So I'm going to get to the scripture later, but I have three main reasons why I have issue with people speaking ill of other pastors and why I think we need to be careful about that and um, just how we should handle these situations. So my first point is, you know, some pastors do need to be talked down on. We do need to tell people, hey, these are not good pastors. But if you're going to do that, make sure you know why. And that's the main point. Just make sure you know why. Because like I said, too often I hear people say, this pastor's a heretic or he's blaspheming the holy word. But that's about as much as they say. They never give a reason as to what this person has said, preached, or whatever that's got them so sure that this is a bad pastor or has bad theology or whatever it is. They just say these reiterated points. And I'll admit, I was there too. I'm not going to mention any pastor's names in this episode because I don't want to do that. But there's at least four or five pastors I can think of that my whole life I've been like, hey, these are bad pastors. And I, you know, I still agree with that. But for the longest time, I never really knew. I just knew that it was kind of in the conservative Christian world, it was socially the norm to say that about these guys. And so I did the same. And that's why this whole thing leads me to believe that when someone says this about these people and they don't give a reason, that's what they're doing. They're just reiterating what they've heard from someone else. And that's really dangerous because if you're taking someone else's word and interpretation of this pastor and using it to judge someone, you, you can't judge someone unless you actually know this person. Like if I don't know you, I have no right to judge you. If I've not listened to you speak, I have no right to judge you. If I've heard you and if I know you and I've heard you speak, I can judge what you're saying about the scriptures because I've heard it myself. But it's super dangerous to just take someone else's word as to why someone is good or bad and just take that as pure fact. You need to do your own research and know why you think this pastor is bad. And just a little side note before I go to the next point. This is also why I'm really slow to criticize other denominations and other religions because I'm not fully educated on other denominations. I'm not fully educated on other religions. I know quite a bit about other religions because I think I've spoke about it before. When I was in my period of uh, unbelief of God, I was definitely researching other religions, trying to find answers, find answers. So I actually do know quite a bit about other religions. So I can openly speak as to why I have issue with a lot of them, which, you know, the obvious main issue is they're not proclaiming Jesus. <laughs> but especially with other denominations. I grew up Presbyterian, but by the time we left the Presbyterian church, I was maybe eight. So I, as far as my childhood brain remembers, there was no difference between Presbyterian and Baptist. But obviously there is big differences because that's why there's two different denominations. But I digress on that. That's just why I want to say be, be slow to criticize others without fully knowing why you're criticizing. And so my second point is if you're speaking ill of a pastor, that could hurt someone 
who is young in their faith. Not necessarily a young person, more than likely a young person, but just young in their faith. And, you know, young Christian, as they call them. And the reason I say that is because a lot of people in modern day times, when they first, you know, decided they want to find out more about Jesus, they're, you know, they may not have a church yet. So the easiest way to turn to in our modern day is to go online, go to YouTube. And a lot of big church online preachers who are on YouTube and really big and stuff like that are the ones who a lot of people give the most crap for, for saying they have bad theology. And so here's the thing, though. Not all of their sermons are flawed and bad. Not all of their preaching is bad theology. And I can speak to this personally because back in 2016, when I first regave my life to Christ, I started going to church. You know, I, I missed some Sundays here and there, but I did do a, a lot of watching pastors online. And there's two, and again, I'm not going to mention names, but there's two pastors I watched and I really enjoyed them. And the older, the more into church I got, the more I heard people saying, oh, don't listen to these guys, don't do this. But even looking back at it today, of all the sermons I ever watched of them, none of them ever had bad theology. None of them were ever blasphemous. None of them were ever just this, you know, bad thing that people are saying they are. But nowadays, I, I've looked back and I see the points people are making as to why these are bad theological, uh, these pastors do have bad theology, which I agree with to a point. I think they have good and bad, but I see why people speak against them and I also speak against some of what they say. But, um, but this also just goes back to the first point. Make sure you know why you're saying this person is bad. Like, don't just say XYZ pastor is bad because of such and such. And this is why I say if someone's young in their faith and, you know, they're trying to learn more about Jesus, they're trying to learn more about what it means to be a Christian, and all they heard is the good theology sermons from these people, if you just come up to them and say, oh, you shouldn't listen to them, they're bad theology, this person still probably doesn't even really understand what the word theology means in general. And if you're telling them that what they're learning is bad, even though they may be only specifically seeing the good theology sermons, you've just twisted this person's thought process of what good and bad theology is because they may be receiving good theology, yet you're telling them it's bad just because of your own perceived notion of how this pastor is. So you have to be really careful about that, especially for people who are young in their faith. If they're saying, oh, I'm excited about this pastor and I think he's really cool and I like what he says and he said good things, research why like what they've heard from this person and if you do tell them hey stay away from this guy tell them why don't just say stay away from them say hey stay away from this guy he says yada 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 about the bible which is not true and so to my third point which is my final one this is the one that i got from actually reading the scripture and so i'll read the verses for you and then i'll get into it so it's philippians uh 1 15 through 18 it says some indeed preach Christ from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, but thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in that I rejoice. Now this isn't saying that it's okay that people have bad theology. But the part that it, I, I got when I read that, the part that God put on my heart and, you know, I was working through was that we should just rejoice that Jesus is being proclaimed. Yes, there are going to be pastors with bad theology, but if it's leading people to Christ, we need to rejoice in that. Like rejoice in the fact that people are being led to Christ. Rejoice in the fact that people are being saved. 
because is I'm going to say this very gently because obviously to a degree it's not 100% truth what I'm saying, but bad theology or good theology isn't what gets you into heaven. A relationship with Christ is what gets us into heaven. A relationship with Christ is what puts changes in our hearts. A relationship with Christ is what gives us life. It's what helps us die to our sin and live with him. So good theology and bad theology is not what's going to get you on the other side to a degree. Now, if you're, if this pastor's theology is just saying blatant sins are not sins or, you know, saying that Jesus isn't God or something like that, obviously that's a bad theology to the point where, yes, that might, or that will, uh, you know, ruin your whole relationship with Christ because you're just excusing sin. You're not actually following what the Bible says. But a lot of these pastors I hear people preach against, a lot of it seems to be more stylistic views that is causing them to say it's a bad theology to a degree. There are some sermons that you can take where a pastor says something. It's like, Ooh, that's really bad theology. But I'm willing to bet if we had every single pastor ever's recorded a sermon ever that he did, there's probably going to be one thing that we could all point out where every pastor ever has said something that's like, Ooh, that's dangerous. So we really need to be careful of that because we can't just take these one bad instances and make that, that whole, that person's entire ministry because their ministry is bringing people to Christ. Their ministry is helping people find Jesus. And if they're doing that, we should rejoice. Even if they're doing it for their own selfishness, if they're doing it for their own righteousness, which they don't have righteousness, none of us do. We're only righteous through Christ. But if they're doing this for themselves, yes, we should speak against that. But if it's bringing people to Christ, let's rejoice in that. We all have different views. No two people have the exact same views on anything. But if we have our view right with Christ and we understand that that's a relationship that we have with God and we understand what sin is and we understand what Jesus's death on the cross did for us for eternity and his resurrection giving us a life. If we understand those foundational truths, the rest we're going to argue about forever. But if we have those right, let's rejoice that people are being saved. But that's just my view on this, and I'm not a pastor.